welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. Hello and welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I am so excited for our conversation today. It has been well overdue. How are you? (laughs) I'm fantastic. Thank you. So I love to just hear stories and hear how you got doing the work that you're doing right now and what that path looked like for you. Absolutely. You know, that's funny. I actually want to hear a little bit about your story. And I was wondering if we could start it this way. Will you tell me a little bit about your audience and where you guys are at right now? Because I know Uh, they're evolving with you. Yes, absolutely. Um, So a little about my story is I was an influencer for a very long time and very fake life, right? Looked really good on Instagram and it was falling apart behind the scenes. And when I had my third child, I ended up getting postpartum depression really bad. And I had no idea what that was, no idea what that looked like. And I started drinking to self-medicate because it was the only way I felt some sort of relief at nighttime. And uh, my husband ended up leaving for six months and he went into an academy for uh, the fire department. And so I was alone with three kids and a premature baby and I had no idea what to do with myself and an ex popped up and I ended up having an affair and it was a one-time thing. And I literally could not live with myself. The guilt, uh, this was a family pattern that had happened that I swore I would never do. And I was just the same person as what my ancestors had continued to do through the years. And so I decided one day that my drinking was too much. I was damaging my family. My marriage was falling apart. And so I went and checked myself into a hotel and was going to drink myself to death just so I didn't wake up. So I would stop the generational cycle and not hurt anyone else. And within that came my awakening and I had this divine intervention where my grandmother actually came through and told me I wasn't done. And I went on my own path and finally went through trauma healing to really address childhood things that I had been running from for a very, very long time. And I had a lot of childhood trauma, everything from molestation to abuse. And I just always just kept going forward instead of dealing with what the actual problem was. And I became so passionate that I went back to school in my 30s and made it my mission that the way that I was going to serve was to give back what was so freely given to me, and that was healing. Yeah, there's my 10 laps. I'm so glad that I asked. Thank you, sister. Yes. Thank you, sister. I feel it in my belly, the ambition and clarity, the inspiration you carry with you. Thank you for your story. Yeah. Holy smokes. I'm so glad I asked. So I am a podcaster as well, and I collect women's stories, and there is nothing more rewarding to me, as I assume so for you, 
to listen to a triumph, right? Yeah. It's the best thing in the world. And it really is. I really feel like my work, even as it might look completely differently different from yours, is to link arms with women who are at this leading edge of women leading themselves. That's yeah. what this is about. We are we are stepping up into the front lines, into guiding, supporting, way showing for the masses. We are taking up our guardianship again and leading. Mm. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, thank you so much, sister. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. Um, I am a reformed medical doctor. That's one version of my story. I got, I dove in full bore into conventional medicine only to back my way out. Imagine swimming backwards, right? Through canal. <laughs> That's how it felt. That's one version. Another version is that I dove headlong into an un, a very conventional and unnourishing marital partnership. And for 17 years, um, just carried water and chopped wood. And tried to, by way of the law of attraction and the beautiful work of Esther Hicks and the Abraham channelings, gratitude my way to a really fantastic life. And I had all the trappings, keyword, of luxury, leisure, success, wealth, all the things, all of the things, and yet I was empty on the inside. So I had to dislodge from that and the trauma imprints left from my dysfunctional, you can fill in all the other words, self-abusive, betrayal-laden marriage had to get addressed. And that's really the work that's mapped the work that I do today. So I'm here walking women through tough passages, walking women through self-initiations um, as we claim ourselves back. Oh my gosh. I love that. I ha so you were actually in the medical field as a doctor, and then you were you just completely went the other direction here. Yeah, I had wow. ideations, and that was my wake up call to give myself permission that I had done enough. Wow! I was looking for a way out, and I thought, wow, if I get hit by this bus, then that would legitimize <laughs> my desire to leave. I, I can just, I, when you say moving backwards to the birth canal, I relate so deeply to that because it's like when you're in such a foundational position, right, that you, it takes so much effort and so much work to get to a space of that yeah. title. Yeah. And it's almost like we become that title, right? Exactly. Just like you were saying as a, as an influencer, it's like you have all the trappings, all the makings, right? For success, it looks so good on the outside, but what's going on on the inside? Mm. Yeah. And that empty cup, I, it's. I, I like to remind people that it is the highlight reel and you're not seeing, you know, especially, you know, it's been popping up a lot lately too. I've noticed on um, TikTok. I love, I love TikTok. That, that's my jam lately. And I've noticed a lot of people popping up with, um, there was one I saw and it broke my heart at um, influencers who had committed suicide this year. Ooh, wow. And I was just like, Oh, ooh, that, that stings because I, I so deeply can relate to that. Everything looking good on, the outside yes. and behind closed doors, it just being absolutely empty. Let's talk about that for just a second, because I think this is a great hopping in point. There yeah. are two things that are flagging themselves to me as you describe influencers who are suicidal. There are two reasons that are so obvious to me that I think we need to share. One is, yes, you're caught up in your own story so much so that now you've got all the 
ego riding, you know, this high, high wave that you want to up, uphold all this time, right? And and never let, let yourself down and have reality, right? Yeah. That is nerve wracking and it's high stakes, high stakes. So of course, if something goes terribly behind the scenes, you're not going to be able to handle it very well. You're going to fear infamy, you know, all the things, right? Mm-hmm. The second though, is that as you rise in visibility, in fame, in celebrity, you are also taking on the energetic hooks, daggers of others who are oh. whose eyes are on you. Yes. And that's a big piece that I think a lot of our celebrities could use support with. Mm. Um, regular clearings, exorcisms potentially, you know, just really keeping your own energetic bubble so clean and sovereign is key, key, key. And we need someone to brush our shoulders off for us sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there is so much, I mean, if you think about it, if you're living in a bubble and living your everyday life, you're not picking up all of the energy being sent your way, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so being in that space. And if we have influencers listening who are really resonating with this, how would you suggest for clearing the best way possible and keeping that space between yourself and others? Tuning into your audience right now and who is going to be listening to this in the future in a replay form. The first tool that came forward was stomping of the feet. Mm -hmm. Stomping of the feet does what you might think it might do if you were to have dust on your body or trying to get off, right? It does dislodge things that are just settling on you from the wind, from the environment, from your audience. But also it's a way of claiming your space. It's a way of shaking up stagnant energy. So that's one tool that's just so basic. And then the second is, is clapping your hands and snapping your fingers. That's coming forward now. And that's another form of claiming space. It's also disrupting um, a current or a frequency that is flowing that is um, that is not of you, that is not of self. So those are my two that are just coming oh. forward right now. Okay, a third one's coming forward. Lemongrass. Now, this is a big one for self-criticism, which is a big one for people who are riding high on that ego, you know, productivity-based lifestyle. That's so many of us, right? We're trying to pull the success mode here which means do, be, create, act, right? Be seen. Mm. Lemongrass essential oil somehow magically, I don't understand the mechanics, but I see it happen. It carries the the frequencies that are chewing up self-critique, self-criticism, mind chatter, that if you hear your mom's voice in the back of your mind, you know, the who are you, who do you think you are, I can't do that, all the things that come up when Um, you know, critical eyes are on you or when you're taking risks and putting yourself out there, lemon grass, um, you can literally apply it to the back of the neck. That's a great place because it's right at the base of the brain Um, or just spray it in the air is a way to clear and break up that chatter, kind of like Pac-Man teeth, like chomping, chomping, chomping. Oh, I like that. You know, I'm laughing because (laughs) every month I go through my house and I do like an energetic cleanse, right? And one of the things I do is I clap by the walls because it breaks up that energy. Ooh. And so I was laughing and my favorite scent is lemongrass. So I was Ooh. like, this is so funny. Wow, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much. I love this, right? I feel 
really gratified to be able to talk this way um, because I feel that my reason for being includes bringing this kind of awareness to kitchen table, like common sense. Like this is, this is, we are here to be the kitchen table shamans, the, the kitchen witches, you know, this is yes. our birthright. And this is the knowledge and the wisdom that we are to carry, you know, down and down the line. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> so my daughter, she, she does all the witchy things with me, right? She's super into it. And she, we got her like a little mini cauldron, like a real deal one. <laughs> and she, we're doing herbs because I have an apothecary, right? And so we're doing some herbs and stuff for it. And she looks at me dead in the face and she's like, mom, did you know we're kitchen witches? And we just started laughing. Oh my gosh. How old is your daughter? Seven. Oh, that's like a fantastic age. Yeah, so she's really like got her own personality, yes. but still like so into it, you know. And yes. I love watching her own. Um, it's just beautiful to see when when you're granted that permission at such a young age, because I mean that wasn't normalized when I was a child. So to see how intuitive children are with things is just fascinating to me. Oh my gosh, that is so awesome! I have two boys and. We get a little into it, but I love hearing this with your daughter. This sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, I know. I have two boys too, and they're like, they'll do it for a minute, and then they're like, okay, we're, yeah. we're off. Moving on. <laughs> there's something better to do. I got a rock to go yeah. pick up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's definitely something innately distinct about the male female blueprint. And I, yes, yeah, whatever. I don't understand it. I don't need to understand it. But here I am incarnating as a woman, and I am really clearly here to lead women who are leaders. That's what we're here to do. So I want to hear about the Mystery School of Spiritual Badassery because I saw this and I was like, I feel like I need to be a part of this yesterday. Oh, I love this. Woo. Well, okay. The Mystery School of Spiritual Badassery came out of this need that I've had to have a safe space in which to practice and to push my leading edge. Mm. So let me feel into that. Psychic activation is happening worldwide. And for some of us, it's only safe to come out in the dream space, in the dream time. For others of us, it's only safe to come out in the form of goosebumps, you know? And for mm. others of us, we've just totally just taken the bras off and burned them, you know, and we're just like, hey, this is it. <laughs> I want all of us to come together at our various points on this path and drum it all up for us together. You know, we all have channeling capabilities. So many of us have oracular capabilities. We all have healing potentialities through the heart portal. And we need a place to come and be in devotion to that. Yes. And what we've done is created the mystery school around the teachings of everyday life. You know, we don't need to build a curriculum around dogma. We're not trying to build a new religion or a cult, nothing like that. This is simply recognizing what in everyday life is presenting me with an opportunity to show up fully, to look at my own um, bullshit. How am I crapping out on myself? How am I allowing my personal integrity to wilt? Where am I dropping into self-pity? How am I leveraging my illness to get me what I want in life, right? Where can I clean it up? Where can I clean it up? Where can I clean it up? 
Um, and also incidentals like, oh, I just ran into my ex at the grocery store yesterday and froze up like, what am I going to do? You know, <laughs> and doing we've it- all had that moment. Right. <laughs> and doing it in a group of women that it takes about two to three weeks to feel safe. Like you feel this definitely definite like drop off going from the shallow end of the pool to the deep end of the pool where everybody's like, all right, let's go. Everybody's getting naked. Right. It's so fun. <laughs> Doing it in this group, you've got cheerleaders amplifying you when you're high and holding you up and representing your highest potential when you're low. It's just so incredible. Like it's all the things you are, all the facets of you rolled into a group, your own. I don't know why I want to say coven right now. It's, I don't even use that word usually <laughs> of women who are just your gang. This is your posse of women rooting for you, rooting for you. It's phenomenal. I can't even, it's just, ah, it's so good. It's so, so good. What inspired you to start this and how, how long have you had it? Cause this okay. is incredible. This started in 2022 in January. We were going to run this just through 2022 because my business partner is a beautiful Akashic record reader. We're both former doctors. I'm a former, former family medicine doctor. She's a former midwife. And her intuitive giftings exploded when she lost her second child at mm. 20, or I think maybe it was her third child, I'm sorry, um, 22 days old. Oh, and gosh. yeah, I mean, the depths of despair and her psychic giftings just like exploded and she could no longer practice midwifery. And anyway, we found each other um, two years ago in, I think it was 2020 actually, we only heard each other's voices on an audio-based mastermind for entrepreneurs. She's in Canada. I'm in the U.S. We've never met. We became fast friends only to learn later that we indeed have been sisters in multiple past life incarnations. Oh, I just got chills everywhere. <laughs> and before you know it, she got a download right at the, you know, most auspicious solstice, uh, not solstice, um, uh, oh my God, why am I conjunction? I can't speak of December 20th, 2020, right? Everybody knew what that was, right? The big mm-hmm. astrological conjunction. This marks the great bifurcation, like the greatest separation starting into 5D, all these things, right? And she had a, what do you call it? I guess just a divine intervention where she was told, you are here to awaken your sisters. They have been asleep and they need you to support them in waking up. You are to channel eight. Well, they didn't tell her how many transmissions. You are to channel these lengthy hour, hour and a half long transmissions, walking us into this next golden age of reality, this next turn of human evolution. And she started doing it. She called four women to listen in audience, kind of to help her hold herself accountable. She pulled this energy through her being. And as you know, when you're channeling for someone, A, you don't know what you're saying. And B, it takes a great deal of surrender. Imagine, I don't know, let's say 80 ascended masters pouring their insight through your body. She was just beside herself, but not really, but just like absolutely surrendering to this massive flow of energy coming through. And right as it's getting started, you know, we're, we're flowing out of the first transmission into the second. She asks me, Emron, would you co-pilot this with me? And for some reason, Courtney, I have no idea why 
I was like, yes, duh, I'm the one. Oh yeah, like <laughs> this, of course, not even knowing what I'm doing. But now I know what I was there to do. I was there to hold my hands on her ankles. I was there to be a grounding rod for her. I was there to be the masculine infrastructure support so that she could be swaddled and held and surrender completely to this massive flow of energies pouring through her. And we transmitted a book. Wow. It is a 312 page text. Wow. Walking women through initiation after initiation after initiation covering human sexuality, coming covering psychic activation, covering the crown portal, covering the throat chakra portal, how it's supposed to be used, why it hasn't been used correctly, how it got absolutely suppressed, why this divine awakening is happening, what this divine awakening is. And we're calling it the priestess transmissions because for Amy, the archetype coming through was the priestess. We are resurrecting the priestess. And this archetype is one that carries and protects the divine feminine frequency. This archetype is one that is seeding and anchoring lightning rods of information across the planet. This archetype is leading this wave of evolution that is like dawning over humanity right now, leading us into this next realm, which a lot of us are calling 5D. I'm not calling it that, but that's how a lot of people are thinking of it, which is bringing back unity, this concept of um, our divinity that we've abandoned so, so long ago. Let me tell you, it looks like women silencing themselves for centuries, right? How many of us know that we don't speak our full truth half the time? We are so empathic and hyper aware of our environments and the safety of whether we can say what all we want to say, right? That is what's being asked of us now is to come forward and face that and, and resurrect that, bring that up. Un, un, what I can't even use, find my words, but just <sighs> dig it up and let it grow its sprouts again. It, it's, it's been dormant. We've kept it in hiding. It's been safe and I mean unsafe. And we've kept it safe underground and now it's time to bring it to the surface yes that's so our our, our writing story is very 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 similar when mm -hmm. i wrote within it was i was it was going one way and it went a completely different way halfway oh, yes. through the book and it was i just felt so called to really go into this researching stillness of studying feminine archetypes and really diving into it. And one of them that stood out so deeply to me was the priestess and the creatrix and this power that we hold. And it was like, I was raised by a very misogynistic man. And so I was never like brought up with that. It was always, you know, I say jump, you say how high. And that's how my relationships had been. And I have that I had this husband who was like, more raised by a mom and more on the feminine, not feminine side, but feminine energy side and much more nurturing. And it was like, I would play this masculine role in hyper independence. And so coming into that, it was like, he was my anchor and I was able to really like flow and be in this like really mystical, magical, divine feminine energy pouring over me that I had never experienced before. And I feel like after you truly embody that and learn how to embody it, you're, you're, there's no going back. Ever. You can never go back. <laughs> there's no going back. You can never, <laughs> never unknow what you know. No. And you just tap into this 
like, I feel like when you can tap into that sacral energy and you realize the power that you hold as being a woman, like, oh, watch out. You said it, sister. You said it. And what if you knew how to leverage that sacral energy, how to wield it, and also how to leverage and wield the root, the heart, the solar plexus, the throat, the third eye, what we call the God chakra, the mouth of God chakra, which is right behind the occiput, which is where we speak oracularly. This is what's coming or being covered in the book. It's, it's a blue, it's, oh my gosh, I can't even speak. <laughs> it's a map. It's an activation. It's turning things on that have been dormant. It's literally activating strands of DNA. I, this is all stuff that's not known by me. This is not stuff that my brain understands. Yeah. It's amazing how much of this is above and beyond my comprehension. And yet it is ours and yeah. you have to be consciously aware of what's coming through for these activations to come forward. And it's just you allowing your own internal guidance to be the discerning factor. Keep what you are ready to digest and leave the rest. Mm. Not everyone can absorb all of this, but what I will tell you is, I stand by this work so wholeheartedly. This is completely pure and in and and again, not tainted by human thought. You know, we all know the the Bible is absolutely tainted. And no, no, no. that is so important for us to recognize that we get to be channels on behalf of the masses, all of us. And that it's really just a measure, a matter of stepping aside the ego literally mm -hmm. <laughs> in order to enable the purest highest material to come forth so for women listening yeah. who are feeling and going oh my gosh i want that but i don't know how to get it for that internal compass what are some ways that you feel are very obtainable for people to activate that internal Ooh, compass and start so really bad. listening Great question, sister. Okay, so I have an automatic answer and I'm gonna see if I can tune in to what is the most appropriate answer for this group here. Okay, I really feel it in the left, like ovary. All right, and the left heart space for some of the listeners here. Identifying and coming to know your preferences. Mm. That is where you start. Oh. Getting your own litmus paper ready always to be able to test a scenario, a situation, a decision point, a choice point. Do I want this or do I not want this? Does this serve or not? Is this expansive or contractive? Does this feel elevating or reducing? starting there will heighten your sensitivity will heal some numbness which many of us have taken on as a survival method yes and in having a higher degree of sensitivity yes pain will hurt more things that taste bitter will be more bitter and things that will be orgasmic and ecstatic will be all that much more delicious. Mm -hmm. With that heightened sensitivity comes your psychic awareness. That is where the very subtle, at first, awarenesses 
will start to make themselves known. You're just going to know that something's coming. You'll be able to feel and read the energy before it arrives in 3D form. That is your birthright. Ooh. And that is our birthright that so many of us are really walking around with blinders on, not realizing that I, I really can't stand the shaming of some of the gurus, if you will, of I'm, you know, I, I have this, these gifts and you don't like everyone is gifted. It's just a matter of if you flip that switch or not. Yes. We're going to have so much dirty shamanism coming up soon. <laughs> Now's the time to turn up your discernment and find your healers. God. And we're not meant to do this alone. You know, I don't see what Amy sees. She doesn't see what I see. Yeah. I'm more of a feeler and she's more of a clairvoyance. And our healing looks completely different. And we bring different information to the table. And we need another set of individuals, eyes, ears, and higher sensitivities to build the full puzzle. Mm-hmm. This is bringing back the fireside wisdom keeping, right? Of yes. David, this this is who we are. This is what we do. Well, I'm joining as soon as we get out the podcast. Oh, I'm in. So much, it's so great. <laughs> I was like, I'm in. Um, what I really want to point people to is the book. If anyone is feeling called to the book, and again, I I, I feel like I've said this, but I have to just repeat it. Please do. This is not my book. This is your book. This is our book. This is the legacy of this generation for the next however many. This is guiding us as we're turning on a dime. We're, we're steering the cruise ship to make a, a, a hard left. And my role, my one mission tasking that I wanted to um, take up with, with this time with you, Courtney, was to, was to share this material with all who feel in resonance with it. Because these are activating elements within us that are going to heighten our sense of empowerment, our sense of awareness, our ability to call bullshit and our ability to step over it. Mm -hmm. How, how do we access the book? Is it out yet? It's out. It published February of 2022. Okay. And it is available on Amazon. And if you want to support the authors, then you can buy it from us directly. Amazon takes $26 out of our, out of every book, but we, um, have it on our Instagram page, which is the priestess codes. And you can also find it on my personal Instagram page as well in the bio. And I'm, uh, Amron Bevels, MD, medical doctor. Perfect. Oh my gosh. Well, thank I, I'm like, do we have to end it? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for this, Courtney. Oh. This is awesome. I know. I'm like, can we just keep it going all day? Oh, I love this so much. It's been really, really wonderful. And I would love to interview you sometime. I love hearing your story. And I'm so empowered and excited and lit up just by hearing it. Oh, I'd be so honored. And I'm seriously, I'm joining this as soon as I get my daughter from school. I have some time. I'm like, it's so funny how the universe, I just, I have to point this out before we get off of recording because I literally was like looking at heavens and looking at things like that. I'm like, I need sisterhood. And I, cause I, I am very like in my, you know, mother archetype right now and running the business and doing all the things and being the healer. And it's like, I need me too. 
And so I've been looking into different things and then boom, here you are. And I was looking at that and I like looked at your picture and I literally looked at your eyes and I don't know what it was, but I was like instantly connected and drawn to you. And I was like, okay, this is it. And so before we even did this, I was like, this is what I'm going to ask her and I'm going to join it. And this is it. This was where the universe took me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it so much. (sighs) So I had to share with you before we ended because I was just like, oh my goodness, the connection that I felt was like so instantaneous. And I was just like, thank you. This is why. Beautiful sister. I bowed right back to you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for all the work you're doing and everything that you're just doing for the collective is huge. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And we are going to be so in touch soon after this because I have so many questions for you off recording. Oh, I would love it. I would so love it. Perfect. Yes. Have a beautiful day. You too. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.